welcome to the Mailbag Review Podcast for the Randwick meeting. The Everest meeting, my goodness gracious me. Rob Scurry was on course. Mark Roden would have been punting as well. We've got both of them on the line to discuss the the $14 million epic and then also everything else that happened on the day. Uh, there might have actually been horses running around, but you never know. Rob, you were on the ground there at Randwick. What was your thoughts of the card? Uh, it was a good day, you know. I found about half the card to my liking. Um, so, so we had a win on the units. It wasn't as busy as I thought it was going to be. I reckon there's about 30,000 people there. It was a warm day. Uh, I saw some sights. Um, but, yeah, it's, it wasn't, it's not really a day for the punters. No, look, it's probably not. But, uh, you know, they, they say they got 40,000 people there. Uh, did it feel like 40? No. Nah, I've been there on, you know, other... Everest Day last year when it was, I guess maybe that's a bit hard to read because that was in the wet. It did piss down, so you didn't want to be standing in the rain. Um, so I guess it might have felt like there's a few more there. But no, I, I could pretty much do what I normally do. Um, so yeah, I want to say 30,000. Okay, okay. Well, uh, we'll leave the, the crowds. Uh, we'll forget about the day. It's such. Uh, Mark Roden, good to have you on board once again. How'd you find the day from a punting point of view? Uh, well, it, it, the whole day revolved around the last race for me, unfortunately, I, and I was uh, on the wrong side of it. I had fuel maker going for a very nice result, and he looked the winner uh, the entire way up the straight until the very last stride when Cascadian got him. But I had a pretty good result on Maid of War in race two, then spent the rest of the day um, giving it back, unfortunately. Okay, well, we're going to go through race one, the two-year-old race, then race four, race six, race seven, and race eight. Those are the races we'll be reviewing here today we'll jump into race one which is the two-year-old race in terms of the puntingform.com.au data for the class they've gone 1.8 lengths fast so pretty much just even to the 600 none of the horses have broken the class benchmark uh rob scurry we'll start with yourself time is precious defeated postcode and gravina i think from memory they were your three first numbers in the yard yep certainly were and we had um eastern wind in for fourth which is run fifth um, and look, at, at the time, I think you, I was going to unload on this postcode, um, but it was like a dollar ninety, and um, so just decided to, to to let it go. I thought it looked a class above on, on sort of type. Um, time is precious. I think it was third in the numbers, and Gravina was second. Um, time is precious. Is, is is got more scope than Gravina for sure. Um, can pro- pro- probably can win again, but. Um, even up the straight, I thought postcode was going to get it. Like I, I, I unloaded here, and I was hurting after race one. It was awful uh, for me personally, but we survived on the units. But um, yeah, I, I thought postcode um, just just normally wins. You know, it's a sec- second start in the race. Um, was was is it on pace track? You know, leader track. The the the, the leader got away with it up front. Um, what it has has the data say for for these two year olds? Well, look, they just went even. They certainly went a lot quicker in the uh, the, the first two year old race for the for the season. Um, but I, yeah, for me, it was probably more just a case of there was a bit more intent from the winner. Mark, did you take anything out of this race? Yeah, I thought. Well, compared to the um, the first set of two year old races, it was actually you know only a what nine horse field or something. So um, Bossy was able to really control the tempo quite. Uh, quite well for a thousand metre race and um, sort of set the tone for himself for the rest of the day. He had a pretty good day, didn't he? But um, I, I thought the ride won it, to be honest. And like Rob, I thought Postcode did look like he was going to get there all the way down the straight, but um, he couldn't. Um, 
as to the track pattern, it it was leader-ish, but it wasn't it wasn't dynamite, I think. And it, it seemed to probably be more of an advantage early, and it was also very much tempo related too. I'd say. Okay. We'll leave the two-year-olds there. We'll kick into the three-year-olds now. Race four on the card was won by Akari. In terms of the data, they've gone 0.9 lengths fast to the 600. None of the horses have broken the class benchmark, although the winner, Akari, Betcha Flying, Mayesh, there wasn't much between them and the class benchmark there. Uh, Mark, we'll start with yourself. Anything in race four of interest for yourself? Yeah, well, I actually really liked the look of this race when I did the form, particularly because of the map, and it really didn't pan out the way I thought it would. I thought Special Snap was going to get a very easy lead after being joint lead three wide first up at Warwick Farm and uh, only going under narrowly. I thought she was a pretty good bet, assuming she'd get control, uh, but she didn't because um, Joe McDonald uh, wanted to ride still single positively, and it fired up, and uh, Clark had to hand up on Special Snap, and they both weakened out, which Surprises me a little to see the start of it's only gone even really to the 600. It wide, it sort of felt like they were going harder than that, but that also might just be a function of this group of fillies not being much good, I think. Rob, three old fillies are your bag. Uh, take us through Yes. All right, so um, I think I tipped the Waller trifecta and um, I went for the um, perfect Waller as opposed to the at top, which was Betcha Flying. Mm. Uh, so we had a little play on the units here. Um, obviously can improve. I think the other two, still single, Matty Rocks, they're gone for this prep. Um, I don't even think Waller can resurrect them. I, I don't know. I won't be betting against them if they are running around. Um, I think um, the Snowden Philly, uh, what does it call him? Mayasa. Mayasa, beautiful, stump me. Um, Mayasa can certainly improve in the mounting yard, as good a type as Betcha flying. Um, but yeah, they're the two I want to follow out of the race. Uh, I, I think I even said, I put the winner in fourth in the numbers and I just said decent type or okay type yeah. at top. Yeah. Um, Betcha flying get further? Yeah, I'd say so. She, she's by Uncle Mo, and you know, some do, some don't. Um, but she certainly appears like she's well, 1600 will suit her, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's this sort of C grade below Anaheed Phillies, yeah. you know, like we were well, looking yeah, for fresh, fresh blood on the ground, you know. Um, yeah, the car is coming out of a Thursday maiden or something, going around at six to one, you know, and this is allegedly a listed race, you know, that's a bit of a guide to the quality of it or lack thereof. Yeah, listed on such a prestigious yeah. day, though, Mark. Yeah, you know, yeah, there should be, be an illustrious on this list of uh, yeah. <laughs> readers. <laughs> readers. God, they got it good. Um, we can move on from the Phillies. Yeah, we'll go to race six, the Sydney Stakes over 1,200 metres. Uh, they've gone very slow here, 4.9 lengths slower than the standard to the 600. Obviously, none of the horses have beaten the class benchmark. Uh, Obviously, Deprive was coming from a couple of Victorian races where it wasn't suited, and, and Dicko, to his credit, just before the race came, said, uh, is that Deprive? And he said, oh, it's immoral, isn't it? Just uh, <laughs> the $10 or so. So luckily, we had a, a very, very late bet on things because he would have been absolutely spewing if we didn't. But um, look, Rob, what did you make of the yard for this race? Because overall, it's a pretty trash-looking race. 
Okay. Um, I, I had a couple of the, you know, first four, in the first four. Obviously, brutal, lovely type of horse. Um, just, just didn't really want to take take the odds. Was it, is it its grand final? Um, Champagne Cuddles looked great again. Uh, so she she went in the numbers. She, she honest little battler. I think I even had her stood out for third in a, in a multiple. Um, and she seems to run third a lot of the time. Uh, but deprive um, betfair.com.au, $19 on the corner. I could see Huey was looking sweet. And um, I, I found a little bit of that. So it was it was, it was the start of the, uh, the resurrection. I was in a fucking hole at this stage. Um, but we, we, we got it all. We, we, we just chipping away. And I was sweating bullets for the protest. I thought it was a 50-50. What did you think, Mark? Uh, about the protest, uh, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm glad I wasn't involved. I, uh, I, I didn't bet in the race. So I wouldn't have. It would have. Yeah, it would have been a sweaty protest. That one. Um, it, it could have gone either way. It's probably the only way Champagne Cuddles is ever going to bloody win a race. Stewards are into. But um, the um, the reason I didn't want to bet in this race is because I mean, obviously, it re- revolved around Brutal, and you touched on it uh, just then, Rob. It, it's not Grand Final day, so. Th- he, he didn't have to win this race. I'm not saying there's anything underward, but I'm just saying they're leaving something in the tank for sure for the Golden Eagle. And uh, this is not the day to be taking a very short price about him. And so I proved, and I'm not, <clears throat> I mean, he might have been a little bit disappointing at face value, but there's no way I'd be ruling him out in two weeks' t- time because uh, that's, the, that's the race the whole campaign's been um, geared towards. So I'm sure we'll be peaking on that day. Speaking. Did we talk about the data? Yeah, yeah. It was just a very slowly run race. And, and to be honest, yeah, there's not much to, to take out of it from that point of view. They've all run, obviously, fast late sections, but they were entitled to, given how slow they went up front. But uh, speaking of going slow up front, well, they didn't do that in the Everest. <laughs> they, uh, the feature of the day, they've gone 5.6 lengths fast. So overall, it's very fast to the 600. Um, all of the horses have broken class benchmark. So that's the entire field. Um, and obviously, yes, 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 the three-year-old Colts got up and got the job done. Rob, uh, we'll go to you first. Your impressions from the yard for the Everest. Well, it was as good as 12 horses turned out as you, you're going to ever see. Like, it was very hard to, to, to you know, it was pen anything. There's no pen uh, here. Oh, maybe, maybe I, I wasn't that keen on 10 sovereigns. I just, just thought it looked, um, you know, it's just not a... Everest type of horse, you know, that, that just didn't have the same quality as the rest of the field. Uh, Pirata uh, just super impressed me. Um, just looked like ultimate panther. Um, list, you know, coat you could eat off it. Um, so he went out on top. Um, I thought I thought uh, Red Zell created better than he did the previous year. Santa Ana Lane was just just spot on. Um, yeah, just, just, yeah, I think I made a, a slightly negative comment on classic legend. I called it dull, but, um, you know, he might've just been relaxed. Um, yeah, beautiful, beautiful horses. It was, it was great to watch him walk around. Uh, yes, yes, yes. You know, obviously it's a three-year-old, so it just didn't impress me as much as the type. Um, you know, it's probably not my favorite type of three-year-old this year. So, um, left it out of the numbers. Elise, noteworthy here that they, they did the old trick. They brought it in late. And took it out early. I think she barely did a lap, and um, she went out onto the track, bloody walking sideways. So, um, you know, maybe a unit there. I see she's bet for SP at eight dollars, eight dollars and three. That's fucking huge. Go. That has been well backed, hasn't it? Yeah, hammered late, absolutely hammered. I think when you've sent it out, Rob, you could take twelve, thirteen dollars or so. So it's really come in sharply late. 
Uh, Mark, to yourself, what, what do you make of this race as a betting proposition? We've had three editions of it now. Uh, yep. Is it just really a race that you just have to leave? Uh, well, I haven't found the winner in any of the three runnings, so yes, probably for me. But um, each year, though, I've really, I've really enjoyed attacking it. Uh, just haven't had a result yet. Um, I, I thought it was a really good, really good betting race this year. Uh, in particular, I, I end up, I backed, I don't usually do this. I backed four in it. I, I stand around the line with my main, main bet. Uh, um, the barrier was the worry, and he was just going to need a bit of luck, and he didn't get it. Um, uh, yes, yes, yes. Sort of kept him in a pocket when he was just trying to get to his top speed at about the three hundred or two fifty, wherever it was, and that might have been the difference. Um, yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, so that was costly. I good thing leaked. Uh, yes. <laughs> had something on Classic Legend who had no luck, couldn't get a run at them. Um, don't know if he would have won, but he certainly should have finished closer. Um, I got a bit creative with In Her Time's first up record. I thought she might run oh, away. Mate, I sent her out in the numbers and, and a bet. She looked sensational. And she yeah. was solidly backed as well. But solidly backed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the pressure got her. Um, and I had to, I had something on 10 sovereigns because I, I, I'm sure. Anyone who saw that July Cup win, you know, he was going, you know, you could get 30 to 1 here in a week. It was like, wow, I had to be on this. And, of course, he uh, couldn't keep up. He was never, ever in it. But, um, <laughs> no fucking hope. <laughs> no, well, it, yeah, he, he was dreadful. But a um, bit annoyed. I'm, I, I've, I marked yes, yes, yes about what he was, around $10. Uh, but I'm, you know, going through it yesterday, I'm, I've missed a trick here. I think he, he ticks a few boxes that I like. Like I, I quite like three-year-olds against the older horses this time of year. Uh, with that uh, weight, weight advantage under the scale, he was blinkers on. Um, and I think I've talked myself out of him because I wasn't quite sure where he was going to end up from gate nine. But as it turned out, it didn't matter. It was a great ride. and um, Bossy. Got the money. Bossy. Big race rider. Isn't he? Isn't he? <laughs> he, 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 is, he is going as good. As, it's like it's 2005 again. I'm probably Boss. Out, but Doncaster, Epsom and Everest. Oh, put, put a new wing on the house, Bossy. It's, he's flying. The, the other the other interesting horse to talk about is Arcadia Queen. Uh, I called you, Pete, and I said, "Mate, she's parading, so relaxed." Wallace yeah. Wallace done the done the trick. Yeah, I I just don't know if that's a, a good thing for her going Pete. forward, is it? Pete. I mean, and in hindsight, I guess the irony of the whole thing is that obviously you want my box. Yep, Pepe. They've Sorry. um they've taken her over there to to Sydney for the you know the wallet polish, as we say, and got James McDonald on board. I guess the irony of in that Everest race, if you had Willie Pike on board, just riding off instinct would have kept it probably a little bit cooler, I would imagine, off the mm. off the tempo. It probably mm. would have been better suited after all that. But I'm not exactly sure if they'll still push on to the Golden Eagle. I presume they will. But um, Bob is quite a conservative owner, so I guess we'll just wait and see what happens with that. Because obviously whether or not she's just been trained for the Everest and the, the Golden Eagle's now an afterthought, I'm not too sure. It, it's funny, isn't it? Because her best run of her career in my opinion was over 1800 meters so they've really sort of prepared her out of her what i think might be her comfort zone this time to set her for this race hmm. 1200 is not her best trip and certainly not against the very very best sprinters in the country either so the world they, they might have stuffed themselves for the seven million dollar race too remains to be seen the world the world is is the best australia's got the best sprinters um drew can fuck off with his you know <laughs> Godolphin, whatever you know, these these are amazing, amazing horses. I, I thought Arcadia Queen, she doesn't look like a sprinter to me at all. She's a velociraptor. Like, yeah. 
And how, how tricky is Waller, man? Like that was backed, you know, solidly, solidly backed, and you know, Waller's ended up with the, with the winner training yeah. it <laughs> in, his own in, his, in his own slot. Like too good, man. Yeah, Unbelievable. Exactly right. And we we should probably also point out Nature Strip, who did lead them up. That was just an outstanding performance oh. there. I mean, on the adjusted figures. So just ignoring the class for a second, but going to the the uh, the adjusted all benchmark. They've gone 10.2 lengths fast to the 600. That's comparing against Jeez. every other race. It's a serious tempo, and the horse has only been beaten 1.3 lengths. But I think that was uh, that horse is obviously cherry ripe, and and it's obviously improved a lot going through this prep. He's he certainly he held on a lot better than I thought he would. I, I thought he was just going to be the, the lure, and he was going to run last. But no, he's no. caught on pretty well. No, he's one of the best sprinters in the world. It's just you know they've just fucked him up. Mm. Okay, these trainers. Yeah, what right. do they know? It's, <laughs> it's a different world, Rob. It's a different world training versus punting, that's for sure. But look, we'll head to uh, probably the highlight for the for the yard on the day, Rob. Uh, the Craven Plate, race eight, group three, wait for age, happy clapper. Best you've seen this preparation. And again, look, in terms of the data, for the class, they've gone 9.1 lengths fast to the 600. Uh, down to Stampede, so the first six across the line have broken the class benchmark. They've gone very fast here. The horse itself did look gone, part of it, but tell me, Barry, what a man. Yeah. It was, it, 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 I, was, I was sick after a couple of hundred metres. Like, very quickly, $5 or more about the clapper was available on betfair.com.au in run, and I didn't want any part of it. Um, but Tommy, to his credit, uh, went around him, and um, the horse settled beautifully, ran with horse. Um, you know, what a marvel. I, I, you know, a few months ago, I thought that run where he gave Winks a fright, that might have been the end of him, but um, he's bounced back and, um, yeah, he looked his best and, uh, yeah, fucking loved it. Great win. Very excited. But, um, yeah, we saw the race pretty well as well. Um, Tally was was third in the numbers. Um, it's got pretty close. Um, Sam Adout, was, I thought, was the main danger, along with Stampede. Um, that's, you know... What what else can you take out of the race other than I think Tally, Tally's going well and Happy Clapper. Um, yeah, I'll be interested in what Dicko thinks of him next time he sees him, wherever that is. Hopefully not in the Cox Plate next week. Mark, for no, yourself, sorry. anything to take out of this race? Uh, it, a strange race, but, uh, as you've mentioned, great ride. Uh, T. Berry summed up the uh, changing circumstances very well and took control of the race and got the money. Um, had not, didn't think in a million years Samadad would be fifth, sixth in the run. I don't know how that happened. And um, I thought, well, if Samadad doesn't lead Stampede leads, you know, dropping back from a mile and a half, I thought, you know, back to 2,000, he's going to want to wind it up as much as possible. Um, and neither of those really seemed to want the lead. And it was left to Tommy to take the initiative and, and take the race. Um, you know, class-wise, it's not... An, I, he was thrown in at weight for age, happy crap. I suppose the only... Uh, query was uh, 2,000 metres. He'd never won at 2,000 before the other day. Um, but, you know, he's obviously got lengths on this field <laughs> class-wise. Um, but I, I don't know if I'd want to, you know, back him against any stronger opposition than this over 2,000. He's only just, you know, beaten Tally by a head or something in the finish. So it wasn't the most convincing uh, win um, in terms of the distance, I suppose. But, um, yeah, I, I was... Uh, yeah, the, the, the way the race panned out really confused me. I didn't didn't uh, see it panning out that way at all. And we just got to take that hat off to Tommy, I suppose. What 
Well, what about this money for this dance, dance, dance? It, it looked like a bloody Newcastle horse to me. <laughs> and on, it, having any more than 50 cents on it, on anything other than a heavy 11, is just madness. I, I couldn't believe that betting move. $5.29 BSP. Yeah. It, it's, it's a bog tracker only, <laughs> in my opinion. I couldn't believe it. Uh, so yeah, had to be a bet somewhere, and yeah, the clapper. Uh, he came in and he just he just looked like the clapper of old. No 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 signs of sweats in the wrong places. No toeiness, just strutting. It was good to, good to see. Career nope. best form at age nine, is he? Amazing. Oh, I don't know. Well, probably that Flemington Mile race. I think they've moved that to Derby Day. That might be yep. the the way. To, you know, he might be some sort of chance in that. Let's wait for age. Back to a mile. Yeah, if he travels, he didn't seem to... When he came down for the other big mile race, he didn't seem to be at his best, but yeah. Yeah, he's, he's never proved it in Melbourne, but, it, it, yes. you know, there's a few Sydney champions like that um, that, that don't, you know, do their best yes. down in Melbourne. But, you know, if he goes to Melbourne in that race, he'll be he'll be double figures for sure. And um, if yeah. Dico says he looks sweet, I'll be, I'll be having a crack. Okay, so heading forward from this meeting, uh, we'll just go through the podium. No surprises. So yes, yes, yes. 15.6 above benchmark. Second was Santa Ana Lane. Trekking was third, so they're the top three performances of the day in terms of the overall data from puntingform.com.au. Fastest 800 and 600 was Trekking. The fastest last 400 went to Deprive. The fastest last 200 was Santa Ana Lane. Rob Scurry, we'll go to you first. Horse to follow from the meeting. Uh, I'll be watching the three-odd fillies. Bet you're flying. Mayasa. Got it that time. Um, you know, I think out, out of the Kosciuszko, there's, there's a lot of good, good-looking horses there. I, I'm, uh, I, th- I think I described Bobbing as a dude. Um, he's another, you know, old horse who, who just, just loves it. So I, I think he can run well wherever he goes. Um, not sure what to do out of the deprived race. Um, yeah, then we've got the best sprinters in the world, so they're all looking good. Um, mate, that's about it, you know. Um, I can't really see, see much else. I'll just follow the, you know, maybe the in the two-year-olds. Um, if if the Tommy Gold goes back in class, um, no, sorry, Eastern Eastern Wind, um, I'd be interested to see where that goes. All righty, Mark Roden, for yourself, a couple of horses to follow from the meeting. Yeah, it's uh, I tend to agree with Rob. It's not really that sort of card. I haven't really labelled anything, uh, you know, in, in a black book sense. But um, I'm. Uh, Certainly won't be dropping off Brutal. I think that, um, you know, unlike Arcadia Queen, um, he's going to have a uh, preparation that's timed to the minute for the Golden Eagle. And um, hopefully that uh, defeat the other day um, turns the market off, off him a little bit, although I don't think it will. But I, I'm pretty sure he'll be peaking in two weeks' time. OK, Mark, for yourself, you're obviously with Champion Bets and Winning Edge Investments. What does the week look like for yourself? Um, we're off to Warwick Farm on Wednesday, Hawkesbury Thursday, a little less action than last week back to a bit of a more run-of-the-mill week this week um but yes the next service will be wednesday at work time okay outstanding and rob uh, where does saturday see you in the yard i think it's randwick again is that right mark uh yes uh yes anyway yeah um and this is gonna be a newcastle meet coming up which i'll go to as well the first running of the million dollar hunter oh, yeah. uh, for the njc they'll get a big crowd out there newcastle Types, big boys, getting on the piss. <laughs> All right. Go well, gents. 
yeah, thanks as uh, always, guys. And uh, yeah, enjoy the week. We'll be back next Monday to uh, review the Randwick meeting coming up. Excellent. Thanks very much. Cheers, Pete. Cheers, Mark.